Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Talk about one topic, but as you know, I have 5,000 topics we're going to touch on, and I'm going to focus on Facebook advertising. Ramon dives in. 
Facebook advertising, Ramon dives in. I'm going to continue to join you, share with you my embryonic journey into this really new platform. Before we do that, a few other things I'm going to share with you about. But today's topic is Facebook advertising, Ramon dives in. As always, for those of you who are new here and just here, this segment's comprised of about two parts. Part number one, I'm going to share some top tips I've learned this week, things I've seen around the internet, share that with you. Then we're going to take a little break and I'm going to get your thoughts, your input, your opinion, your insights to add to what I said. We'll do that after that. And then I'm going to jump into the one thing that I talk about, what you can do to grow your solo business. I'm not the guy who's built several multi-million dollars or billion dollar companies. That's just not what I've done yet. And I have no shame about that. I'm not Brian Benstock. I don't buy Rolls Royces for my wife. Just don't do that. That's not my journey today. But I am the guy that's built several companies, and I can get you from several hundred thousand to low millions. That I can do. Started four companies, sold two companies, authored five books. That's my gym. How we very small businesses, how we can earn 500,000, 600,000, a million dollars, 200,000, and have high profitability and live the life we want. Because I know many of you are like, Ramon, dang, I can't get over 50K. I can't get over 100K. I can't get over 300K. I can't get over 400K. Well, guess what? I have. And in the last se last segment, the Grow Your Solo, I will share those insights that I've done. So for that matter, let's sit back and listen to my top tips of the week and some things I'm going through. And then I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Here we go. I will see the chat to see how you're liking that, if that feels good to you. And I didn't prompt you to do the chat, so there's not going to be any chats today. There we go. So one, guess what? Ramon's gotten very lazy. And I'm curious in a minute when I open up the floor, I'd like to know, have you ever gotten lazy? I've been resting on the massive success Smart Hustle and my team of about five people had in 2022. It was one of the, sorry, 2021. It was a record year for us. The large brands we served, we had some amazing contracts and these small businesses we served. We have a banner year of events and some production stuff I've done for some large companies. I got lazy on that because guess what? 2022, I must say, it's starting out for me Full transparency to be a slightly slower year, whether it's the speaking I do, whether it's the large brand contracts I do, whether it's how we're impacting our community, it's been a slower year. But I realized, why has that been? It's my fault. It's my fault. Yes, I'm following up. That's one thing I always talk about and how to grow your solo business. You can see the links there. I got 12 tips right at the top. If you haven't downloaded my Grow Your Solo Tip Sheet, please do that now. But I've gotten a bit lazy because, yes, I do follow up very, very well. I have a CRM system that I use fastidiously. But the second thing I haven't done, let's say, for example, I'm working with a big client like FedEx or working with a big client like Verizon. I can call up these names, no problem. They're my clients. They've been in the past. They will be in the future. But the thing I haven't done and my tip for you to create programs for them and feed it and bring it to them. That's what I've not been doing as much of because last year, for whatever reason, all the companies were banging down my door. And again, usually the beginning of the year is a bit slow anyhow, banging down my door. So we ha I had like an oversupply of Ramon's time and what I'm doing in my company. It was a good year. 
but this year it's starting out a bit slow. So I was like, why? I was going through Jim Collins' book, Flywheel. Our flywheel is good, but I was like, oh, I know the difference. I haven't been creating the opportunities or the teaser opportunities for these companies and selling it to them. So now, and Marcus Black kind of teased that two weeks ago, I'm betting more on myself again, and I've created six or seven big programs, some six to seven figure programs for my brand sponsor, and all I need is two or three or four to take off, and we will have the best year ever. So Ramon's lazy, and I'm curious, when I open up the floor, have you ever gotten lazy and, and had to slap yourself silly and say, you know what, Ramon? Hit sit up and do that. That's number one. Number two, Seth Godin. If you're not you know, on his email newsletter, he has an email that comes out every single day. This was so interesting. Seth Godin talked about customer service, and he mentioned FedEx as one example only. And here's what Seth Godin said. But pardon me one minute as I take a sip of coffee. All right. I hope you had a sip of coffee with me. So Seth Godin said, FedEx used to answer their phone on the first ring. They used to have high intense customer service, but now it seems they really don't. The bots, the computers, they are taking over. Their customer service is not as on point as it has been. And my encouragement to you with this tip number two, this is where we Small companies can win. We can do the best customer service. We will never be able to compete with Amazon on price. We will never be able to compete with Walmart on price. We'll never be able to compete with this or that company on having 10,000 staff, and we don't have to. When I say never, meaning in this context, I'm talking to my people here, my small business people here, my coaches, authors, consultants, speakers, and et cetera. But the way we can compete is how fast we can deliver in our customer service. At this stage in the journey of Smart Hustle, my clients know when they're buying a $10,000, $20,000, $100,000, $200,000 program from Ramon Ray, the large brands I work with, they're talking to Ramon Ray. Ramon Ray is serving them. After we sell, yes, am I handing them off to a senior team member to execute? Yes, but they know if there's a problem, they got my darn cell phone and they can call me. This is where we can shine. We very, very small business owners can deliver the best customer service to our clients. That's number two. And as you're hearing this, feel free to chat, talk, talk amongst yourself, talk to each other. Feel free to give your tips as well within the chatters are doing it. Don't forget to use the scissors and keep sharing this room out if what I'm saying is of value to you. And I will look at the chat when I conclude here. Number three, number three. I was at Social social Media Marketing World. I'll talk about that in a bit. Mark Schaefer, a, a futurist, a technologist, an online marketer, one of the you know top 100 leading marketers, as it were, brand consultants in the world, Mark Schaefer did a blog post recently, how I made six figures self-publishing my books. People often ask me, Ramon, should I do self-publishing? Should I go to a traditional publisher? Or as I tell people, do a hybrid. If you want this article he did, you can Google yourself, Mark Schaefer, the last blog post he did, or just DM me on Instagram, and I'll send you a link to this. Just DM me maybe the word uh, six-figure publishing or something like this, and I'll, I'll send the article to you. But Mark Schaefer wrote it. And the bottom line, what I want to encourage you, those of you who haven't authored a book yet, I've authored five books and I have much more in me. I don't have like 29 like Dre has, but I got a few done. 
getting your book published by a traditional publisher is good. For your first one, it's that cachet, it's that vanity. It feels good to say Harper Collins or 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 whoever you may go to, Harper Collins or um, Wiley or McGraw Hill, whatever published me. That feels good. But as Phil Jones, Phil Jones is a friend of mine. He's the author of Exactly What to Say. Glenn Lundy's had him here. I heard him speak at the National Speaker Association. Do you know the profit margin you can make when you self-publish your book? Now, the challenge of most of you who self-publish your book, one, your cover looks ghetto busted. It smells self-published. Number two, inside the book, it looks like you typed it on word perfect. Really, it does. You don't want to do that. As Seth Godin has taught me, get good design. But once you self-publish your book, you can self-publish your book for a dollar, two dollars, sixty-five cents, depending on how you structure your deal, and you can sell the book for twenty dollars, for fifteen dollars. Did I stutter? Did you hear that profit margin? Selling the book for fifteen to twenty dollars, and it costs you only a dollar, three dollars, or a cents to make. And if you have a big funnel, if you have a big community, if you're selling your book at events, you can make profit. You tell me, do you want to just stroke your ego or your vanity, or do you want to make profit? I'm about making profit, sometimes ego too. But think about that as you're considering whether to self-publish your book, go to a traditional publisher, or go to a hybrid model. I'm not a book publisher, but if you need help on these things, you can DM on Instagram. I'm happy to point you to resources as well. Number four, I was at Social Media Marketing World, this big in-person event. I think it was Alexander Gonzalez touched on this, and I want to echo this to you. If you're not investing in yourself by either A, going to in person events or B, even going to online events. Last Monday, I shouted out and talked about Kim Walsh Phillips' amazing scale live event. Many of our BWC hosts have their own events. If you're not taking the time to go to events to nourish yourself, to learn and connect with people, you're doing a disservice to yourself, to your business, and to the family and community that you seek to support. Not only do you learn at events, sure you learn, but also the real world connectivity with people. Just a few people, and I just posted this on LinkedIn. You can look at my LinkedIn feed right now. Feel free to go browse my LinkedIn, Ramon Ray, small biz, I think it is. I saw Mar Mar uh, Maurice, Mari Smith. Mari Smith and I have been on stages together. She's the leading, the leading ninja of all things Facebook. I saw our mutual BWC friend, Giselle Ugarte. She was there speaking, and I was hanging out in a room with her. Brian Fanza was there. Mark Schaefer was there. Leslie Samuels was there, and he's an amazing servant leader. John Jantz was there, the author of Duct Tape Marketing. Many of you may have read his book, and we got to have dinner together with some other friends of ours. Joe Polizzi was there. I don't know him personally, but another leading online marketer. Jamar Johnson was there, a new young man who I connected with. He's in the military. He's a comedian. He's a marketer. And what a, an amazing human he is. So my point is, going to big in-person events or even small, small masterminds, it's not just so much what you learn. 
It's the people you connect with. Get ready. We're going to open up the mic soon, so get ready. Other thing that was interesting in me being in social media marketing world, and I'm telling you this not to tout me. I'm sharing this with you because we're here all to learn from each other. While I was there, so many people came up to me and said, Ramon, what session are you speaking at? Ramon, are you hosting the event? Ramon, are you keynoting? Ramon, are you emceeing? They were looking for me on the agenda because they assume if Ramon's there, that means Ramon's hosting or speaking in some way. But I was pleasantly happy to tell them, pleasantly happy to tell them, I'm doing neither. My job there was simply to serve coffee to a friend of mine, a friend of mine who was kind of leading the whole event. I'm connected to the, the, the people who run the event. And I said to him, friend, let me be a servant to you and just bring you coffee and other things when you need it. At first he was like, really? But he realized he needed someone to serve him. And I've been in the social media marketing world so many years, not that I couldn't learn, but I could watch it on the replay. And guess what? I could tell my team to watch it on the replay. And so I had a great time just serving him. So my tip to you all, tip number five, when you go to a big event, the other way you can serve, especially if it's an event you've been at many, many times, you can just be there to serve, just be there to support. Number six, the power of niche custom communities. One of the things we learned, and I'm hearing this theme repeated at Social Media Marketing World, is the power of niche or custom communities. Jesse Itzler, the husband of uh, the founder of Spanx, whose name is obviously I'm blanking out on right now. But the, the husband of the founder of Spanx, um, billion dollar company, she just sold her business with Sarah Blakely. Thank you so much, Sarah Blakely. I appreciate that. Y'all ever had one of those moments you've said her name so much and you get ready to say her name? It's like you blank out. Maybe I'm getting old. Thank you for that kind person. I think that was the amazing Tamara, I believe, our voice. Um, thank you. So, yes, yeah, Sarah Blakely, uh, He, I'm in a community that he's in. He uses a cool app um, called Mighty Networks. And you wouldn't know it because it's so tightly branded. I'm in his community. I've been hanging out, observing, sitting at the feet of, and learning from KWP, Kim Walsh Phillips. We are all in Glenn Lundy's community here on Breakfast with Champions. So ask yourself, what community are you building? What community are you serving? Seth Godin says this all the time, a friend of mine. He says the community's already there. The question is, are you choosing to stand up and lead it? Tamara's like slaying it in the Fit and Faith podcast community and Facebook group and et cetera as she preaches on a Peloton. So that's number six. Number seven, I got some news for you, some news for you. Ramon has opened his first cryptocurrency wallet. That's the good news. But here's the bad news. I have no clue what to do with it. Listen, all you fancy people, I think Yin and others are into crypto. Nate and Dora know all this stuff, guys. I am lost. I've tried my best to get into it, and I'm going to get into it. It'll take me a while. But there's so many new terms. It's probably like the first fax machine when it came out. It's like you just didn't know. First fax machine was easy because I remember it. But bottom line is I got my crypto wallet open. I even have a few coins because I got from Rally. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to connect it. I don't even understand the terminology with me to do it, but I'm trying. So uh, crypto, Bitcoins, and NFTs are a very confusing world. You should not ignore them. Get into it. Coming to the last two points as I talk about Facebook advertising, then we'll open up the floor. Metaverse. I'm going to say something right now, which is going to probably piss off anger, make some of you very anxious and not so uh, kind of me. I say that jokingly. 
I wrote an article just now on smarthustle.com. Go to smarthustle.com and check it out. I think many of us can ignore the metaverse or at least not be so caught up in the frenzy of it at this time. Let me be clear. NFTs, Bitcoin, and crypto, I think that is not hype. I think those of us who are professionals looking for investment opportunities, looking to see the future of technology, that we may want to dabble into. I'm dabbling into NFTs, Bitcoins, and crypto. I'm getting more involved in even though it's highly complicated. But metaverse, I see it like gaming. I don't know if I want to be in a world wearing Oculus glasses all day long. That's just me. I'll open up the mic and admit it. But before you flame me and say how wrong I am, please just go to smarthustle.com. Check out the lengthy, lengthy article I made. It's the first article you'll see there about why it's safe to ignore the metaverse. That's just me. Last point. Guess what? Thanks to Kim Walsh Phillips, I am now diving into Facebook advertising a bit more. As I said before, especially in 2021, I sat back and God has blessed us so much and he's still blessing to, we've had a banner, banner year. I think our most successful year to date was last year. This year, January, February, March has started out a bit slow, but there's one thing that I'm shifting and that's being more proactive. Because of my social media following, and I'm so focused on serving large corporate brands, last year and the years past, many of them have come out to me and we had our, most, our biggest year ever, but things are a bit slow. So I said, you know what? I need to, one, prepare proposals for them and feed them. It's kind of like that bourbon chicken, as my friend Del Toro says, and you go into the mall, they put that chicken on a stick, wave that sucker under your nose. By the time you fake and hit the floor because the chicken tastes so good, you bought 10 plates for you, your family, and all your kids. Well, in my case, we only have two. Glenn has, I think, 60 kids. But the point is, whatever the amount of kids you have or whatever your family may be, that's what I'm doing. And Facebook advertising I'm seeing is very similar. We're being proactive to go out and reach and make a bigger impact and find the audience who's already there. But here's what we're going through. One, I hired an expert. Two, she's whipping my butt into shape. Three, I checked her references with other friends. Because I said, before I give this girl the keys to my kingdom, she's like all up in my business. It's a bit uncomfortable. I got to know who she is. So we're having to do a lot of early work. Like my copy wasn't up to par. My landing pages weren't up to par. My images, they were okay. My targeting, that she's getting into, sending her my list, and she's really like going to boot camp. But I know the end result's going to be good. Three events I want to shout out to you, and then we're going to open up the mic for a few minutes. And then the last part of it, I'll dive into my tips for growing your solo business. So remember, when I say open up the mic and talk, I don't need you to flash your mics. Quickly unmic. Just say your name when you're ready. Not yet. Just say your name to join the conversation. And let me hear what you have to say. And I great to see people using the share button. Love to see the chat. Love to see you clipping on anything that I'm sharing that was appreciated, that you appreciated. Just tag me. So, Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Lolita Walker has her woman's retreat coming up. Go to her website, lolitaewalker.com, lolitaewalker.com, her woman's retreat, September 15th to the 18th. 
definitely check out the Grow For God conference produced and hosted by Tamara Andrus. That's at growforgod.com. Glenn Lundy speaking there. I'll be there and many others. Growforgod.com. And check out Ashley Fay and Marcus Black's event, Embrace Your Ambition, EYAmbition.com. By the way, if you're in the BWC community and you want me to shout out or talk about your event, just DM me on Instagram, not Clubhouse, on Instagram, and let me know. And can I give you a tip? When you share things like this, share it with me in the third person. If you say, I'm having an event, and I'm a white guy, and I'm Hispanic, and I have long hair, and we're having orange cupcakes, Ramon can't say that. You feel what I mean? Write it in the third person so I can copy and paste it and read it as I'm saying it. If y'all don't pick up what I'm trying to say, I know it's good, then I'll, I'll say it again later on. But sometimes when people send me copy for events, they write and say, I, 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 I. No, you got to put it in the third person so a third person can tell it to others. With that, let's take a quick break here. What I talked about was metaverse, Facebook advertising, going to in-person events, remote getting lazy, customer service, self-publishing, traditional publishing. If you have a question, ask it. You have a comment, say it. You want to share something, do it. You need a shoulder to crown, this is your time for a few minutes. We'll open up the mics, and now is that time. Open up a mic, say your name, and join Ramon on stage. Let's go. Ramon, what's going on, bro? Tim here. How you feeling, bro? What's up, Tim? Floor is yours, man. Oh, man. First and foremost, thank you so much for pointing to us on such a regular basis, bro. And uh, as I heard you sip on that amazing cup of coffee, and you were talking, uh, you and uh, Alexander and Glenn talking about poo-pooing on everyone, I'm saying to myself, I got to get uh, Ramon some Kofi Lupa coffee. That's one of those most expensive coffee beans that those monkeys are pooping on, bro. So I'm going to share and just send some of that to you, bro. It's the most expensive coffee out there. So I'm going to share some of that with you. Um, but on this aspect of, you know, just being transparent, Alexander, he, he, he laid such a foundation and a connection with me uh, this morning. Uh, we actually met at the Broke of God concert uh, last year. Uh, or the, you know, the year before, and it was it was so impactful because of the fact that he is such, you know, just a genuine guy. Um, but let's just really talk about this aspect of your session and being lazy. Brother, I'm telling you right now, I appreciate that and the transparency as well, because at the end of the day, we all need a certain kick in the tail. I think many of us, including myself, get lazy over time, and we need to stay focused on the fact that we need to grab the coattail of somebody else. So, brother, I'm grabbing your coattail right now. I appreciate you, and I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of those tips. But at the end of the day, bro, I am lazy, uh, and I, I need to change that. And, Glenn, thank you so much for bringing me on this stage and allowing me to be a part of something greater than myself. Brother, I love you like cook food. Let's get it. This is Tim and I'm out. Love you, hey, my Tim. man. Let's go. Indeed, Glenn. Tim, I love you so much, man. I can't wait to get those most expensive coffee beans in the world so we can all poop together. Glenn, this is getting weird, man. I think I can't wait till the segment's over. But anyways, we'll keep pooping uh, for today. Uh, who's next <laughs> on you. mic six? Thank you. I think we created a little bit of a shitstorm here, Ramon. Uh, we sure did. On mic, say your name and join us on stage. Let's hear what you have to say. Who's going to go next? On mic, say your name. Let's go. Hey, this is Kim Walsh. Kim Phillips. Walsh. How are oh, you? you dear. What's up? Go for it, Kim. Okay, quick suggestion, if that would be okay. Um, so, are you are you connected? I'm assuming you are, but are you connected to your entire Dream 100 of prospects list on LinkedIn right now? 
Most of them, yes. Great question. Most most of them continue. Mm -hmm. Love it. Okay. And are you going live on LinkedIn every week with content that they would be interested in? Ramon is yes, but everyone listen. Everyone listen. Ramon's getting coaching from Kim live. So Ramon is yes. <laughs> Tuesdays at Tuesdays at 3 p.m. I go live. It's called okay, Chicken Tuesdays with Ramon. And it's for, it's for the big corporate, not for the small business. See, Kim, you caught me there. See, Kim, you caught me there. Now, <laughs> now you're level three, Kim, you caused uh -huh. Ramon to trip up. It's nah. It's for my, it's for my small business tribe, not for the big people. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? You can actually, you can go the opposite way. This is how we are in marketing that we can see examples greater than us and adapt to them, but we cannot see examples from that we perceive as being smaller than us or less experienced than us and adapt to them. So your, you can actually create content that would be specifically for your dream 100 corporate list and bring it back down to the individual small business very easily when you can't do it the other way around because they will not see themselves as relating. So I would look at specific content. And then what I would do is download the list of your dream 100, put it on a, um, um, an Excel spreadsheet, upload that list to um, Facebook because you can advertise to people who were just um, on a specific list of yours and then spend $5 a day boosting that content that you create for that audience specifically to that Dream 100 list. And if you couple that up with the incredible work that you do with creating these customized packages, when you reach out to them, they'll be like, oh, I was just thinking of you. And you don't, they don't know that they were just thinking of you because you were in their newsfeed every single day, but you were because you were creating content that was just for them and advertising just to them. Done wow, 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 Kim. So let's have a vote, Kim. We're going to vote, okay. Who thinks when Ramon gets his first million-dollar deal from this advice that Ramon owes Kim like 1% to 10% of it? You can just put that in the chat, having some fun here. Kim, thank you for sharing <laughs> You've that. already, you've already right, paid it forward to me many times over. No payment needed. I appreciate you, sister. I appreciate you very much. All right, we'll take a few more shares. That was amazing. I hope you all heard what Kim just said. Thank you, Kim, so much. All right, unmike, say your name, and let's keep rolling. We'll take a few more shares. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. And by the way, before anybody, I think I think you should give her like fifty-five percent. I'm just saying fifty-five percent. See, Ken, I think that's a little too much poop, but um, I appreciate it. And by the way, I do want to say, if you're not following people's IGs, Nate Force, his, his feed is amazing, uh, Kim, and so many others, I just want to say, remember to go to Instagram and share feeds. Listen, I, I will go to the next segment, but I'll leave space one or two more minutes. Anybody else wants to share, unmike, say your name, if you want to join me in sharing what I shared for the first half, and then we'll go into part two of the discussion. Go. It's all you. Who said good morning? Good morning. It's C-Rock. I just wanted to say good morning. <laughs> You need help, man. What's up, brother? C-Rock, tell us what you've been doing the last seven days of your world since you say good morning or what's coming up for you the next seven days. Share something with us. Make us smarter. It's always good to hear your voice, C-Rock. Well, thank you. I just uh, actually woke up. I'm in, out in San Diego for an event called Secret Knock with Greg Reed. Um, hoping to see a lot of people, some Breakfast with Champions people there. Sharon Lecter supposed to be there, I'm sure. Nice. But yeah, man, I mean, I just learned that... Uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really, I think I learned, I took a lot of studying courses uh, yesterday. If I spent five hours learning how to study and learn better, instead of going to like a bar and hanging out with people and just wasting the day away, I, I invested time. So I think that making decisions that lead towards becoming unstoppable 
is always a great option. That's what I'll leave you with. I appreciate it, C-Rock, and it's amazing. When you talk about people who you like hang out together, I'm on the Secret Knox website right now, C-Rock, an event maybe I'll have to attend next year, and I'm seeing Dominique there. So, you know, it's amazing. BWC collects a certain type of people. And, you know, you know whether they're on stage right now or not, C-Rock, but C-Rock, I know you. I know Glenn Lundy. We got Kim Walsh Phillips pouring in today and others who poured in, Tim Hunt and others. And now I'm looking at Secret Knock, and I'm seeing Dominique. So that means something. So, C-Rock, thanks for joining us today all the way from California. Glad you're here, brother. All right, guys, we're going to move into the second part of the discussion today about how to grow your solo business, as I do every Monday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 key tips that I've learned in my little small business that are helping us grow and scale. I live in a, in a townhouse with my wife and my adult daughter who just had her birthday yesterday. She's 24. And listen, I don't want to be in a big gleaming office tower. I don't want a lot of staff. I do want high profitability, and I want to do four things. I wake up every day about the money that I want to earn. One, more money for today. Two, more money for retirement, if I ever do that. Three, more money to give to my kids. And fourth, more money to leave a legacy to others, including my family and to others. I'd love to pay somebody's rent for the year, things like that. I can pay somebody's rent for a month. But I'd love to scale that up and pay somebody's rent for a year and bless people like that before I die. So at the age of almost 50 years old, I'll be dead in about 30 years. I got 30 years to make all that happen. So here we go. 12 key tips to grow your solo business. Some things I'm doing in my business. And then I invite again another round. Unmike say your name when I'm done here. And then we can all dive in. If you have a question for me or others on stage or a tip, we can do that. So one, as I always say, <clears throat> success is only for big businesses. That is a lie and that is a myth. Two, the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. I encourage you all, dive into Profit First. Understand putting your money into different buckets and automate that sucker. Automate it and put your money into different buckets. You will find that your savings are growing. And then when Gunlundi talks about NFTs and Bitcoin and things like this, you have extra money, additional money to invest in and grow wealth. And maybe one day you can be like Scott Simons, as he says, I'm just a... Hillbilly, something like that, he says. <laughs> but God bless him with some money and others on this stage. And we can all be uh, your version of that. Jim Collins' Flywheel has been an amazing book for me, <clears throat> pardon me, where he talks about what's the flywheel of your business. As Kim Walsh Phillips says, and I say her name a lot because Kim Walsh, she teaches, has uh, impacted me quite a bit. She says, it's uh, math, not magic. That's what Kim Walsh says. It's her quote math, not magic. So Jim Collins' flywheel talks not that same thing, but that concept of what are the simple things you do in your business to make it work. And once you find out what your flywheel is, you can grow. When I think of the flywheel of Smart Hustle, Ramon does a lot of social media posts on IG and all over that builds my funnel, builds people not just funnel transactional, but people who, who like what Ramon's saying and want to hear more of it, who sign up for my email newsletter. If you haven't clicked on that link at the top, every Thursday at 2 p.m., you'll hear from me motivation and more. And then from there, we people sign up and say, Ramon, we want more into you. And they buy this, they buy that. And then my large brands, that's where the big money comes from doing 20, 50, $100,000 deals with these brands. And that's what we do. So, um, and there's probably room to grow that even more. That's number one. Number two, who are your customers? I encourage many of you to understand really who your customers are, who you're speaking to. For me, we have two types of customers as it were. And I'm sharing you my journey so you can extrapolate this to your journey. We work with very large technology brands, many who are software-based companies, 
and they reach out to us to do content marketing or influencer marketing or help them host or produce events. That's what we do. That's it. And when I say host and produce events, not like event management, I hire event managers to do that. But they want the Ramon Ray brand. They want the Smart Hustle brand because tied to that gives them the credibility and authenticity that they crave, that they can't buy, as it were, that they get working with us or many, some of you on this stage. That's what we do, and I'm very clear on it. So if you're a dog kennel company, I probably would say no to you. Probably wouldn't even host your event. Well, if the check was big enough, I would do that. But my point is we can't create content for you. We don't do that. And the other audience we have are very, very, very small businesses, many of you on the stage, who sign up and hear from us on stage. So who are your customers? You all need to understand clearly who your customers are. The third thing I do, and this has resonated with so many of you who've reached out for me, because many of you are working solo, literally solo by yourself, and you have haven't made that first hire. Some of you call it virtual assistant. I personally don't like the phrase virtual assistant because it connotates somebody who you're just hiring in some Asian country who's importing and exporting your records. No. Hire somebody in Asian country. That's great. But they should have a title. Are they your social media manager? Are they executive assistant? Are they your funnels person? Are they your design person? Are they your video person? My team is one, my, my social media guys in Tanzania. I have two staff members on my team who are my video editor and graphics editor. I have another member of my team who happens to be in New York. New York, she's my event manager, and my team is like that. Another person in my team is in Pennsylvania, and she's my executive assistant. So who's on your team? And if you're just going alone, you won't have the breath to scale yourself. For our small, small, small business, the two things Ramon does is A, be Ramon on stage and things of this nature, and envisioning, making up, and, and, and producing the stuff we do. And the two, of course, is a speaker. And then three, sorry, the third thing is really what I meant to say is the sales. That I still do today. I'm small enough, and I don't really want to hire a sales team yet, but I'm getting to that, getting to that. But right now, once I sell, I can hand it off to my team. <clears throat> hand it off to my team. So pardon me. That's number three. Hire somebody to help you in your business. Okay, 807, we got 23 minutes to go. Let me get through this and then we'll open up the mics for another round before we bring on Glenn Lundy to walk us through the scrolls. Maximizing your time. This is not something that I perfected over years. I'm only beginning to learn better how to maximize my time. And part of it's learning to say no. No is not a curse word. You can't say yes to everybody. If you say yes to everybody, then you're gonna have to say no to more people. Sounds weird, but that's how it works. So the more you're saying no to the wrong opportunities, the more you can say yes to the right opportunities. Because remember, if you say yes to everything, that means you're going to lose traction and lose sight of what your goals are for the growth of your business and why we're in business is to help our family, why we're helping our family to support our communities and live the life we want. This world is a crazy, crazy world. But there's still time to live the lives we want. Calendaring. Get your calendar tight. My calendar's tight. I use calendar like nobody's business. Certain things you can't do on certain days. Certain things you can only do on certain days. Somebody wanted to be on my podcast, like, Ramon, I noticed you only have Mondays free. I edited that slightly for them. But yeah, my calendar is pretty tight. And I have a zero email inbox policy. I get hundreds of emails a day. And I've talked a bit before about how I do my email. Task management's important. If you're not using a task management tool, you need to use one, whether it's Asana, whether it's Trello, or whatever you're going to use. The tool is not so important, but the fact is how you use it and that you use one. How many of you have taken sales training? I may go back to this a bit. If, if we don't have people who want to ask questions, I may go back to selling. But selling is so important. 
selling is so important and the, learning the art to it. God gives all of the different gifts and different skills and traits. I happen to be able to listen well and sell and hear the conversation and tweak as it goes along. That's what I do well. That may not be your gift. You probably have other gifts better than me. My spelling is bad and I move so fast, often there's typos in my work. That's not good. Some of you probably do better at that than me. These are learned skills. But I beg you, selling is an art. Yes, part of it's listening, but it's also art and a science, and part of it can be learned and you can do it better. David Hill talks about selling in many of his segments. I've learned a lot from him. So learn the art of selling. Take some courses, take some classes, be on BWC, find a host that focuses on selling. Susie Miller talks quite a bit about selling. I've been at some of her segments, very good segments. Number six, what I hang my hat on, the celebrity CEO concepts. Build a personal brand if you don't have one. If you have one, you can do it better. Ask for a smile before you ask for a sale, which goes to building the relationship. Glenn Lindy talked about that in many of his earlier segments that I heard him with, the like switch, right? That book and others talk about that kind of thing. And then number two, build a, build a community of fans that you nurture to a sale. You all should be focused, especially we as very small businesses, how can I be the celebrity CEO in my industry? I don't have to be known to everyone in the world. I, I, the world's too big for that. But to large tech brands who sell to very small businesses, I kid you not, I assure you not, everyone knows Ramon Ray, for sure. Because I've been doing this for over 20 years. Call Microsoft, they know me. Call MailChimp, they know me. Call QuickBooks, they know me. Call Infusionsoft, now Keep, they know me. Trust me on that. Dell, HP, Verizon, AT&T, Salesforce, SAP, I can go down the list. They all know Ramon. It's only my problem why I don't have all their business all the time, right? We're a small team. But all of you should fight towards or grow towards being the celebrity CEO of your industry. Number seven, CRM. We talk about this all the time because it's so important to me. Follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Follow up is important. I know already many of you do not have a customer database. I know you don't. Many of you do not have a formal CRM, customer relationship management solution. Many of you don't. And in the same breath, I'll use the word marketing automation. They're two different things, a customer database, but it's a cousin too in the foundational aspect of having marketing automation. All of you should have this in your companies. If you need help with it, if you don't, find someone who can help you. Whether you use Zoho, whether you use Keep, whether you use Salesforce, whether you use HubSpot, whether you use whatever tool you use, there's so many out there, so many out there. I know Tamara uses them, Kim uses them, Everybody, everybody who's successful in growing uses them. You all need to have some sort of database and take it to the next level, marketing automation. You need that. I have a little list of some top CRMs. If you DM me on IG, DM me on IG CRM, you can get that list. Number eight, content marketing. Something that I do, by God's grace, I can do it better and better. There's so many different ways and hacks to do it, but something I do relatively well. And if you may see on my Instagram, after my um, uh, Clubhouse sessions today, right? After that, the podcast goes on Spotify and more. My team takes that and cuts some of it apart and shares it on IG. So social media is great because social media gets the attention. Use hashtags, things like that. Justin Conoco talks about that in his Friday segments. I beg you to listen to Justin's segments on Friday if you haven't. If you want to know how to hack content marketing, such good segments. He even goes on video. So point being is that Take social media to gather attention for your tribe, your community. Build that fan base. Build it, build it, build it. Nurture them to some action to capture their email, capture their, their Facebook messenger, DM them somehow that you can be in touch with them and nurture them. And then over time, if you've earned their trust, 
If you earn their trust and you're serving them, they will choose to reward you by buying something for you. It's not bad because remember, buying is important. If my toilet's clogged, I'm going to hire some plumber. Why not you? If you get the metaphorical sense that I'm making. So content's powerful. Whether you're having a podcast, whether you're having an email newsletter, whether you're doing video, whether you're doing social media, I know it can be overwhelming for some of you starting out. Heck, it's overwhelming for me. That's why I have a small team. I can't do it all alone. Kim Wolf just poured into me and gave me some, oh, a hack for me. You can't do it all alone, but you gotta start, start somewhere. Number nine, we're gonna open up the mics real quick here. Email marketing. Email marketing is not dead, it's powerful. <clears throat> What's your subject line? Add a bit of personality to it. Serve your reader. Let it be an email that they want to open up and click that's desirable. And again, the hack that I've shared, as it were, called a hack, build a marketing campaign. The gem you're sharing today, don't let that go into the dustbin of, of trash of history. That gem you're sharing today probably is a bit evergreen. I bet it could be useful for something signing up for your email list next week, next month, next year. And that's where your email really can get powerful when you build into it a campaign. I do two emails a week, Thursday at 2 p.m. and Sunday at 3 p.m. Sometimes people unsubscribe. But generally speaking, my email list is growing and I get replies back. It goes right to my inbox right now, it does. And I say, reply to me. People reply and say, hi. They tell me how much they appreciated it. So email marketing directly connects you with your audience. It's powerful. Get with email marketing. And again, if you, don't, if you need help with that, need to understand campaigns and things like that, DM me and I'll point you to a ton of resources. MailChimp has them, Keep has them. Somebody, all the email providers can talk about this, okay? So you can just Google this and get it yourself. But if you're stuck, Email me. <clears throat> Number 10, last point, and then we'll have time to unmic, say your name. We have 16 minutes to go. And if, again, nobody wants to share, no problem. But if you have a question for me, something you're stuck on, this is the time to get that help. If you have a tip you want to add for others, this is the time to do that. But one more thing I'll share, leverage opportunities. Don't grow alone. I'm going to share with you something I've done. I'm going to share exactly my playbook of success, my million-dollar deal and deals that are smaller than that. I don't have it yet, but I'll tell you right now, I have a call with Dell today about the one big thing I pitched to them. So I'm falling out, it may fail. I'm telling you right now, I'm calling myself out. The call is today, and next week, you will know how it went. <laughs> but here's what I've done. On the BW stage are some amazing people. They have big followings. Mike Zeller shares with us. Kim Walsh Phillips shares with us. And so many others. I don't want to read all this because I'll be missing miss somebody out. But so many share with us here every week. Guess what I've done? I've taken their names, bundled them to my proposal, and I'm selling them to my people. They don't even know it yet. Because if it doesn't happen, they won't know. If it does happen, I'll go back to my friends and say, listen, I got a dollar. Can I give you a portion of that to join me with this deal? Or I'll say, can you just do it as my friend? Maybe I don't have the money and the budget to pay you, but let's barter. I'll be on your stage if you can come on my stage. That's leveraging. Tim, right? He's all about real estate. I don't got to know real estate. My boy Tim knows all about real estate. Christina, she knows about selling. She knows about selling uh, uh, um, um, uh, beautification and things like this. She does. I don't got to know it. Maybe I can do a beauty conference and, 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 and bundle that and join Christina with that. Boom. You feel what I'm saying? So when I say leverage, 
That's how you can scale yourself, but you don't have to do it yourself. Stay in the gifts that God's given you. I'm learning that. The gifts God given me are just two things. I don't spell very well. My math is very bad. I'm often unfocused sometimes, and I feel myself tearing up because it annoys me how I am. But what helps me is knowing, God, thank you that you've given me a little bit of the gift to communicate. And I know it's a gift because I'm repeatedly asked to be on stages all across the country. So that's the gift he's given me. And the second is the gift to dream. And I'll go back and say one thing that will open up the mics. I remember on March, uh, March 20th time frame when President Trump closed the country about two years ago, right? When COVID started, I had to think, how can I support my family? What do I do? Because money dried up overnight. And I was in Wednesday night Bible study. And I have to give tribute to God for this. And part of the, 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 the I give tribute to God for this. And this is part of the genius he's given me. I thought it up. We'll do the Survive and Thrive Small Business Summit. I'm sure it wasn't brand new original, but it was original to me. I bought the domain, did the event. We had over a thousand people sign up, and we had marquee sponsors paying ten thousand and more dollars each to sponsor the event. That carried me through the year. So that's the second thing. What I was saying was the talent to communicate and the talent to dream up stuff, dream up events and names, and put them together and sell them. That's what I do well. A lot of the things I can't do or I don't do well, but I have a good team who can do it. Listen, we got 12 minutes to go. Let's end it with a bang. Unmike, say your name if you want to share short shares or a question for me or a tip you want to add. Join the conversation. Thanks for listening. Again, click that link at the top. My name is Ramon Ray. Unmike, say your name. Who wants to join in right now? Let's do it. Hey, Ramon. Tamara. Tamara, go. I just wanted to say um, and, and share with under, everyone's understanding is like what Ramon is building is an ecosystem, right? If everyone always hears like you have to niche or create a target audience or like it sounds like in the, the breadth of everything he's doing, there's a lot going on. But if you recognize that all of it is linked to the ultimate umbrella of his brand, of his identity and how he shows up in the world, utilizing each of his individual talents, you can go into his email, for instance, which I just did this past week. I was like, oh, I want to see what Ramon's got going on, opened up the, the all the emails that he sends. And I went down this huge rabbit hole because he has so many gifts and talents and so many pieces. And so I would say in addition to that, Ramon, beyond communication, beyond dreaming is your ability to connect not only who you are, but the different essence of who you are with different people. So you connecting with Kim in the way that you do, you connecting with Marcus and Ashley in the way that you do, you connecting with Alexander, Glenn, all those things, and myself. It's such a gift. And so for people to recognize that you don't have to stay in one lane, if you have all these other dreams, how can they all work together? That's the ecosystem. And so Ramon, I just, kudos, brother. I love watching when you grow. Tamara, Tamara, thank you, sister. Wow, you said that better than I could. Thank you for adding that ecosystem, ecosystem, ecosystem. Indeed, Tamara, thank you for that. And I hope you're following Tamara because she's dropping some science. Who's next? Unmike, say your name. Unmike, say your name. Let's join. We got 11 minutes to go. If not, I'll speak for 11 minutes fully. I'll do it. No problem. Y'all dare me to do it? All right, all right, all right. This is Kate. <laughs> Kate, go for it. Kate, what's up, girl? Ramon, you're so awesome. Um, and I echo what Tamara said. Absolutely. And I just wanted to add, because I love that you share all of these great tips and it's actionable things that we can do. What I want to go to the newsletter because, you know, I've been doing a newsletter for about three months now. And if anyone, if you are interested in doing one and just don't know where to start, take Ramon up on his offer to get started on any one of these platforms like MailChimp and just start. Because one of the things that you'll discover is that if Ramon's sharing something that maybe 
you don't really get or understand yet, you're not really going to get it until you're into it until you actually start. So after doing my newsletter for like three months, I've noticed so many ways to improve it. I've noticed the, um, the subject lines and that I choose differently. I notice what resonates with people. And what I also have been using it for is some of the other writing that I'm doing. It lets me test that. So some of the stuff I'm putting in my book, I'm actually testing um, different phrases and sections from my book in the newsletter and getting some real-time feedback. So once you start doing it, you'll start to navigate through and see how you can make it better. How can you connect the dots with other people, um, reach out to other people. And you'll also start viewing things differently. You'll start coming into these rooms and like what Tamara just noticed about what Ramon and how he's building, you'll start to notice those things, but you won't notice them until you're actually putting in the work every single day. So whatever that is for you, whether you want to start creating more videos, start a podcast, a newsletter, whatever that is, just remember that you're never going to have all of the answers. So come in here, get the data, start the project. And then the data that you do get is going to create a whole new meaning for you because you're in the work. And Kate, do you know what I did a few weeks ago, Kate? Do you know what I did? If, if you say, what did you what do, did Ramon? You I'll do, tell you. Ramon? Kate, you know what I did? I went to MassiveOptimism.club, 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 and do you know what I found there, Kate? <laughs> what did you find, Ramon? Massive optimism. <laughs> yeah, doors like, hello, Ramon. That's a lot. I found massive optimism. You know what I'm doing, Kate. I'm giving you a backhanded compliment. You need to check out Kate's email newsletter as well. It's really good. I'm signed up, massiveoptimism.club. Kate, thanks for being here, dear. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. All right, we got eight minutes to go. Who else wants to join and comment or a question for me before we close out this section to introduce the man himself, Glenn Lundy. Who wants to join me? If anyone, if you don't, it's This okay. is Jeannie. Jeannie, go for it, Jeannie. Hey, I just want to thank uh, the combination of those last three comments. Is not what I was going to talk about immediately, but it just reminded me of you, Tamara, and Kate all talking about your lanes and what you teach each of us, and especially the ecosystem that Tamara mentioned and reminding how we can do all of our weird things together, um, kind of in the create for no reason. But I want to fly back to what you said, Ramon, in the first half of the section. You, you know, I don't, I'm not going for the you're lazy because you move faster than lightning, but I um, appreciate so much how you connect it. But when you were saying, connect all the things, but when you were saying, I, our year's a little slower, January, February, March. First of all, it, it made my, you know, gave me a pit in my stomach because all of us need to be paying attention, but you're paying attention in March. You're not looking back in December and saying, wow, it was a slower year. You are looking all the time. So thanks for that reminder. That's definitely a ding, ding, ding. I'm Jeannie. I'll pass the mic. <laughs> Jeannie, I appreciate it. Ding, 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 ding. Referring to, of course, when I had a, my first segment of BWC, I had a top 10, I kind of segment of that, but I love my ding, ding, ding. Jeannie, welcome. I think, Dr. Jean, I saw you on mic, but you don't have to. Some, sometimes you can't see the app, but who wants to unmic? Say your name. You got about seven minutes to go. Dr. Kradeen. Dr. Kradeen, it's all yours. Go for it. Thank you. Thank you, Ramon. You are amazing. Thank you, beautiful. Everything this morning is amazing. You inspired me to create my platform to raise money to help orphans in Rwanda by my April, my birthday, which is April 17. Anyway, my question to you, I love this idea of creating a newsletter, which I used to do, but I get lost and then I get distracted and then I forget about it. And now I have to start all over again. So my question to you, what would you advise us to start 
what we have to start from if we have many things to talk about and then uh, i heard that it's not good to make a long email because it will really distract people they will not be able to read it what are two or three things you think we should focus on for me and for other people who, who are wondering how they can start this newsletter god bless thank you Oh, I'll take God's blessings all day long. Thank you so much for sharing. What I'll do is give a one minute, I'll call it masterclass or whatever, and how I do it. There's many ways to do an email newsletter. So thank you for sharing. So besides having a good email headline, besides having great copy, here's my version of it, if it's helpful, okay? A, I believe I know the Ramon Ray audience. I'm writing just to people who I think want to hear what's in my mind. That's it. So if you don't like what's in my mind, you shouldn't sign up, but many people are signing up because they're hearing me at an event, they're hearing me on Clubhouse, they're hearing me on YouTube, on social media. Some way they're hearing my voice and what I'm sharing, which is usually only about how to grow your solo business, about the hustle, the smart hustle, the grit, the grind, tools and tips in that large scale genre. That's what I share about. So one, that's one uh, a dear, dear person, dear queen who just shared. And again, when I finish here, I want you to uh, give me feedback on this because I, I missed your name and I want to say your name properly, but that's one. Then two, as far as the ideas, as I'm going through life, as I'm going through life, slam my finger in the door, went to social media and marketing world, had an inspiration at church, whatever it may be, but related to the one thing I talk about, which is small business success, that's the topic for my email newsletter. So that's number two. I'm always aware and thinking, what can I share? It could be co me commenting on the news of the day. Now, I try not to keep it too topical, like I probably wouldn't put Ukraine in my email campaign. I'd put it other places, though. So that's number two. And then number three, going back to campaign, and this is the part that'll take more time to unpack. I won't do it here, but I use a campaign. So I put that nugget within my email campaign. I use keep. You can DM me on IG, the word keep, K-E-A-P. But again, the tool doesn't matter. It does, but meaning you can use so many of the tools I've mentioned. But I put that in my campaign so that I can serve people as Kim and Tamara and others say at scale throughout time and make it what I call a bit the secret, a bit evergreen. So the person seeing Ramon today and they're getting inspired about, wow, I put on the wrong socks today, but I didn't let that stop me. Maybe I did write that a month ago or so, but it's still fresh for them. Phil Jones said that. Last thing I'll leave you with, Phil Jones said that. He said, never leave book, um, uh, book promotion sequence in your mind. His book, Exactly What to Say, was written X years ago, but it's still going to be fresh for the person seeing it today. The book Chicken, Soul, Chicken Soup for the Soul, it's been out five million years ago. But for that young person who read it first today, it may change their life. So dear queen who just spoke, what do you think about that briefly? And please give me your full name again. Sometimes it's hard to see the little things flashing on Clubhouse. So who is that? Dr. Claudine. Ah, Dr. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. We'll take two more, two or three more shares. I think we'll have time. We'll go right to the edge and then we'll serve up and amplify and bring on. I get to introduce Glenn Lundy. Who wants to unmic? Say your name. Ramon, this is Jamila. Good morning to the platform. Hey, Jamila. The mic is yours. How are you? Great. Thank you. My question for you is with all that you have going on, and I too can never, will never imagine you being lazy with everything you have going on, just simply because you bring so much energy, how the heck do you keep from being overwhelmed? And what do you do when you get there? This is Jamila. You're on my mic. 
Wow, Dr. Jamila, what a great question. A few things. So you're right. It's easy to get overwhelmed. I teach Sunday school. I go to Saturday night meeting in my church, Wednesday night Bible study in my church, Sunday morning church service, and other things I do very active uh, in my church. In fact, we sent Dr. Jamila about 600 to 800 book bags to Sierra Leone. I put that because I wanted to put that in context. So here's how I, if, if it's helpful, how I keep from being overwhelmed, I have a great team. And Dr. Jamila, I, I wish I could say it was more simple than that, but it's not. Meaning there's probably other things that like others who see my life, like Tamara just poured into me, that I don't see what I'm doing. But after I make a sale, after I finish with Clubhouse, which only I can do in this scale of the word, because it's, it's Ramon, my brand, Dr. Jamila, my team really can handle the rest. So that's one of the second thing. It sounds like I do a lot and I guess I do, but my calendar is so precious. So I'm very, I don't, I, I quickly prioritize what I can and cannot do today. I have a booked calendar intentionally Fridays. I don't. So I hope that's helpful. And then I'm last thing I'll say, Dr. Jamila, the emotional overwhelming that we all can feel in a way, doctor. Yeah. The emotional overwhelming. I think we all go through that. Alexander just touched on that. And I go through that. I'll, I'll tell you, I should probably talk about it more in the next session, you know, another time, but I've gone through depression. I've gone through thinking some self-harming thoughts years ago, but I'd like to think that I'm grounded in my faith doctor. And that I, I'd like to think those who don't have that, that you have what you, but I'd like to think I'm grounded in my faith, my daily Bible reading, daily prayer, push-ups, sit-ups, bottle of water, fruits. I start my day every day like that. And that keeps you grounded. But doctor, thank you so much for asking. The time is now 829 according to my PC clock. Listen, this is Ramon Ray. It's been great to be here. I'm going to change that link at the top in a minute here. If you haven't gone to grow your solo, if you haven't DM'd me on IG, if you haven't checked out Smart Hustle, please do that. And we are so grateful to have you on Breakfast with the Champions. That the chat on the left side, if you're not chatting and talking to others, I'm going to check that in a minute as Glenn comes on. If you haven't been sharing, you need to do that. Glenn tells of that all the time listen to the man share 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 and when glenn comes on today he is going to drop some nuggets for sure use those scissors to clip what he's saying and then tag others i'm ramon ray it's been great to serve you my brother my friend glenn lundy thank you for creating this platform for Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.